Alrighty, welcome back to another episode of the Oasis Podcast. We are officially in season three. I counted wrong. Season three of the Oasis Podcast, and uh, we're starting it off with a bang, man. We're starting it off with the guys today. We got Danny. We got Mark. You guys excited for season three? Uh, you know what? I, I actually am really excited, dude. I'm actually really excited. Um, <laughs> season three. I think. I think we got a we got a lot of bangers coming in season three. And uh, we're going to hang up this thing. And, uh, well, we got Mark here for the first time ever in front of the camera. He came fucking up dripped up out. We got to we um, put in the – I'm going to do the, the <laughs> clapping sound effects. Yeah. Um, we're going to hit the, the home run, the home run sound when you, in the Wii Sports when you hit a home run. Um, he's looking nice good. Cock. That's right. So to introduce Mark, Mark is the man behind all the audio. So typically with the audio, he's sitting on the side. He has some headphones on. Today we got producer Mono rocking behind it. But uh, Mark's usually the guy with the headphones on it. And um, Mark, how do you feel being on the Kickstarter opening day, Always His Podcast Season 3? How, how do you feel? Um, finally. <laughs> Hold on, bro. What? That's Cap. Because we were bro. trying to get you to come on the camera for a long time. <laughs> Matter of fact, we want to give you your own camera, and you always say, <laughs> "No, bro, I, no, bro, I, no, I don't want to have a camera on me, bro." We've been trying to make it part of it. Bro. Well, the thing for people at home, like you got to tell them, like, is that normally how you talk with, like, because you sounded very excited right now. I don't know. Yeah, that's how I normally talk. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell, yeah, you know what? Actually, for Mark, that's really exciting. He's really, uh, we're really excited to have him. He's hyped. Um, season three is going to be a good one, dude. We, we got uh, a lot of big people coming in. We got a couple of eight figure people coming on. Uh, some other big guests lined up for season three. And of course, like Anthony said, dude, we, we got, um, we got the first banger episode with just the boys. So uh, there's a lot of cool stuff that's been happening. That's going on uh, within our podcast, within our community and within um, the world. So we're going to touch on some of that stuff today. And uh, let's get rolling, baby. Dude, the, uh, to start it off, I think one of the craziest things is if you guys are watching this at home, whether you're starting off on this episode, you're starting out, you started off on episode one, and you're you're barely coming in, uh, and you've been following from following following from the from the start. The craziest part, dude, is that we are only six and a half months in. That's the craziest part. Like a lot of times, I feel like we look at it and you look back, and it's like it seems like we've been doing this for years, oh. but we're six and a half months in the podcast world, and I feel like. <laughs> Can't even focus over here. So we're six and a half months in the six and a half months in the podcast game. So what, what's your guys' take so far? How do you guys feel? And uh, yeah, how do you guys feel about it? Like I, you know what? I'm really fucking competitive. So I'm gonna say some shit right now. Not to put anybody down, but I just think that we really are doing shit uh, at a at a high level, especially for how, how long it's been. You know, six and a half months, seven months. Um, Obviously, if you can know us personally, right, we have the business going on, and um, I think that work ethic, we're like, this is something that we really fucking like that's really fun for us. This is so fun. This like, I feel like podcasting fun. is one of the funnest things you can do. It really is. So, <laughs> and, um, you know, we took the big leap, the equipment and all that stuff. Uh, we have a badass fucking team with the boys, and um, I really do think that we we put out good quality stuff. You can tell us Mark's first time in front of the camera because he didn't mute his phone. You can also um, tell that he has a Samsung. That's what you can tell as well by your <laughs> That's really what they're looking at. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm logging off. You know what, chat? <laughs> um, so I, I think we're doing it at a high Bob level. Bob it up for Mark. He's exit to your left. Stage left. <laughs> no, he's going to sound. He's going to sound. We're going to forgive him. He's just, he, he told me the other day if the company gets him an iPhone, he'll switch over. So maybe the all license pod will get <laughs> nope. Mark an iPhone for Christmas. Never. That's next. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude, I, I think we're doing uh, uh, shit at a high level, dude. We're having a lot of fun. Um, I do think that we have some of the best quality out here in the game, especially in the Central Valley, dude. Um, so it's been really fun. 
learning this whole thing, um, interviewing the guests, it's really fucking different because, dude, you got like you have to. Obviously, you have to learn about the person, right? That's a given. But um, you also want to like you, you want to learn about the person. And obviously, it makes it kind of tricky because you learn the whole story, the whole backstory, and all that stuff. But then you have to, then you have to present it. And you have to help them present their story for your audience, right? Because I think at the end of the day, one of the big things we want to do was just kind of motivate people and have an impact uh, within everybody that we know, you know, that, that watches the show. Because, I mean, shit, you know, like we talked about in episodes before, you know, some of the people echo, you know, my guy Market and uh, a few of the other guys that have been on, they've echoed the feeling. We're like, you know, Fresno is popping, dude. This area is popping, Vicelli's popping, Tulare's popping. It's just not a lot of people are uh, not people feel that way just yet, you know. But I think slowly the the mindset is kind of shifting here in, in the valley. So it's been exciting, dude. It's been fun to be a part of that. It's been fun. Like I said, it's one of the funnest things we've done so far. It's only going to get funner. We have a lot of uh, exciting upcoming guests so far. And uh, let us know in the comments, man. Let us know if we're doing good, if we're doing horrible, if there's something you love that we do, or if there's something you're like, damn, every time you guys do this on the pod, I hate this. Like, let us know in the comments. We're trying to get better every single day, and we hope that we're better now than season one, uh, being a couple months in. But what do you think, Mark? What's your, what's your thoughts on season three, and what's your thoughts on the first two seasons so far? Definitely be behind the mic. Um, you know, I just hear everything firsthand. It just feeds through my headset. Um, there's so many gems that get dropped by all the guests that we have on. And it's like it's always been like a smile on my face because it's always some like knowledge that they're putting you on that you might not experience from people that you know. So it's kind of good to reach out, good to do some research, find out things that might inspire you. And that's kind of what we're doing with these pods. 100%. Shit, you have a knack for being in front of the camera, bro. You're going you're gonna to... You might need take Nate's spot, bro. Those, those fishing videos. The fishing videos. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, cool, bro. I'm talking about that too. Shout out to all the guests that's been on the All Access podcast, like season one, season two. Every single guest that took time. Uh, there's a whole list for me. Like you can just go back on all the episodes, and I guarantee every single guest that we had on every single episode drops their own game, drops their own gems in their own certain way. And their story too. I feel like every single guest we've had on has had like a badass story. Where like how they've come up, how they've <laughs> how they've come up, how they've got to where they are now is super crazy. We have business guys, we have top level athletes, we have fashion guys, we have pretty much everything in between, um, influencers, everything in between we've had. I feel like every single person has brought a different thing to the table where the viewers at home, I know when I go back and watch it at home, I get something entirely different from like when I was interviewing to begin with. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, like you said, you know, whenever I go back in and listen to it, it's, it's almost feels like a different conversation because... Um, you get you to hear some of the stuff that I don't know, you might have missed, you know, in person. So it, it's cool, dude. Um, I, I think that fuck that I'm rambling, bro. Hold on, let me let me get another scoop of ice cream. Danny's eating some ice cream here. He's uh, he's lactose. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. Uh, we're going to save Danny the lactose here today. So we got a lot of topics today on kicking off the season three. And uh, one of the first ones is uh, we talked a lot about soccer in the past before. I'm not a big fan of soccer. I've never been a big fan of soccer, maybe just because I'm not really good at it. <laughs> but one of the craziest things about it is the – how do you call it? Mbappe. Mbappe deal that he has Mbappe, right now baby. on the table to go to Saudi is out of this world. What do you guys think about that? Well, first of all, I'm a big soccer guy. FIFA, Seasons, Division One, baby. Top of the game, baby. So if you want the, if you want to run the six, first of all, well, we're going to put my at right here on PSN. Add me. We'll run it. Um, everybody says they got the smoke, but – if you played me, you know you know what's good, baby. I think I'm undefeated against friends and family right now. Yeah, so you went to know. Lids before, right? Huh? You went to Lids before we came here? <laughs> no, I'm that guy, bro. I'm that guy. <laughs> um, but anyways, 
on the topic of back to Mbappe, back to Mbappe, right? Like, yeah, if you want to challenge me, just drop the comment down below. But yeah. uh, back to Mbappe, dude. So <laughs> Messi. So the Messi deal was a big I deal, right? I can't think Mark's serious, bro. I just okay. I'm sorry. Am I, am I a joke to you? <laughs> you, dude, you know you got you got vibes like that, Bobby girl. Not to switch up the topic, but uh, you got vibes like that. You Bobby are girl. Bobby. Okay, we're gonna go over that first. What do you guys think of the Bobby girl interviewing Drake? What What do you guys think? Of, what's your take on that? Well, she says she has a, a dumpy. <laughs> so do I have a dumpy? Is that what you're trying to say? You do actually. <laughs> well, there you go. Verified, you know, dude. Valid. So he, here's the thing with her, right? <laughs> um, bro. To me, her shit's super entertaining. Well, uh, okay. Dude, I, it's I think what it's entertaining. Why are you hating on it? It is. It I'm not hating. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Say anything, bro. All right, we're gonna <laughs> replay that loop of him. <laughs> I think he's entertaining, and he's like, we're gonna no, get that slow mo. Like, I think it's, I, I think she's been entertaining. You know, I've seen her. But here's a fucking controversial thing about Bobby. Why is she so big though? Because, because that's the thing, people she are has saying like that she's a fucking posts. podcast plant. She has five posts, and she had like eight million followers. I so don't people are saying that she's like an industry plant. So people are saying that she's the first industry plant in the podcast game. What does that mean? So industry plant, for example, is really popular like in the rap game, right? So you have guys like the boy Six Nine, right? Freddie's fucking top guy. Um, they kind of blow up and they get like super big out of nowhere, right? So that's being an industry plant means that basically the industry, quote unquote, kind of fucking positions you in key places so you can blow up seemingly overnight, you know? So a lot of people are saying that she's a. Uh, the uh, a podcast industry plant, so to call it, but I, I did my own little research. I'm not gonna cap because I, I was also, like, you I know also what? Did some research on it because so. um, she popped out of nowhere, right? It felt like she fucking popped out of nowhere. Popped and out of nowhere she's podcasting, drink. but she was already big on TikTok. Exactly, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. So she probably got big on her fucking podcast game, right? Um, obviously having Drake on and like just saying some sexual shit while you're fucking laying in bed with Drake. Like, how did she get Drake on to begin with, bro? I don't fucking know, and that's why people are saying that she's an industry plant. She right? has a contract with the company for her podcast. Oh. So I think they're pushing the deals to these big names. Oh shit! What oh, yeah. what company? I I I I couldn't retain the info for the company that she's with, but I know that she's going through it. This is a company for the pod. Yeah, and see that's really interesting because like her TikTok, if you look at it, historically has been more of like mom vibes. You know, she's like big in like that mom niche, I guess. I don't know. What the she's fuck so she's mom. She she has a mom, cool. yeah. So she has a husband. I think two kids. I think one of her kids' name is Concrete. I don't know if that's like a meme <laughs> or like legit. It, her kids' name is, is it really? Concrete. Yeah, it's fucking. It was concrete. her daughter's birthday during the Drake pod? You oh, know a shit. lot. Of, you know a lot about this chick, Mark. Well, I watched the pod. Yeah, 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 I watch a little bit of it, and hmm. um, yeah. So I kind of went on the rabbit hole, dude, because I seen some people like calling her out. You know, like <laughs> she's a fucking industry plan shit. So that's a controversy with her. To me, I think it's entertaining. It's so hard to fucking tell if she's playing a character or not. I want to say she's playing a character, but at the same time, I think that's like... To me, there's no way. There's no way you can be that way 24-7 and, and not be playing a character. I don't Wait, know, dude. Never, I mean, look at Mark, said bro. That I'm like her, so what does that mean? Mark is like her. I take it back, bro. I mean, she you tried, like, He's <laughs> funny without trying, dude. <laughs> dude, we should bend him Fuck off, you up, Fred. <laughs> bro, bro, we're going to have just a still, so many still shots throughout Boy, the pod. We got the of male Mark. version of Bobby. Of we have the male, version of, the male version of Bobby to kick off season three, baby. <laughs> it doesn't get better than these people. We got the best of the best in the game. And he has glasses, bro. Your glasses are just uh, your glasses are just dripping down Sorry, on your face, have taken, so. He's a married man, actually. I'm a married man. <laughs> <laughs> the ring. 
this this pod's either gonna go really good or really bad. I don't know. Hey, yet. You know what, dude? Like, <laughs> this is gonna be like we're gonna get in the comment section. Bring Mark in. Bring Mark. They're in, gonna be like Mark we're gonna be like that show on Netflix. That just canceled on season three. Like we're not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get canceled. <laughs> I am not gonna get canceled. Um, well, yeah. So that's what the whole thing with Bobby, right? She she blew up. Uh, she's had Drake on it. I like the Drake one is so funny. Like it's fucking. Yeah, I, I, it's really funny. It's, funny. it's good. I get it. Um, she had another funny one with. I seen a little Yachty. She had a little Yachty on. Little Yachty was really funny too. What's uh? What's the other guy? Like some of her cl- first clips. I think he's like a comedian, no? Oh, it's yeah, yeah. I, it, it's um, it's not King Bach, is it? Or is it King Bach? Is it King Bach? I think it's King Bach. I think it is. I think so. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know any of the guests. I was hoping. Drake. I was hoping for you to know. I, I, I really, I really don't know the people that she was interviewing, but some of them are hilarious. Yeah, so she's she's really big. She what you find get, so funny about I don't it? I want to get canceled. I'm curious. What do you find so funny about it? I it's, it's like she throws off the 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 guests like what things that she asks and like it just puts the guest on edge and it causes them to say something completely different that you wouldn't expect. It's like a little bit awkward. Like she's comfortable being awkward as fuck. Like the Drake one. Like she's like, oh, I miss my daughter's birthday. He's like, oh, you're a terrible parent. Like, cause yeah, it's she, just she she, she huh. provokes like. Random responses out of her guests because the way she is, which is funny. Yeah, it, I mean, gosh, man, one can only hope to be like Bobby and get Drake on the pod one day, huh? Um, shout Tell out Bobby, Drake. dude, she's doing it. Um, shout out Bobby, she's doing, she's killing the game. That's, also, also though, on the topic of podcasts, you have somebody like Bobby who's really prepared and she's really got her craft, and then you have on the flip side, you have what's kind of like a big controversy right now. You got the boy Jordan and the Elk Boys. Um, that's a, that's been a whole little spill. Have you heard about that? Oh, this is a good topic. Yeah, this is a good I one. Not, you know, it's not. a good one because we, we like uh, on the topic. Obviously, we host people, and um, you know, it's only the respectful thing to like prepare for them, like learn about the stuff that they have going on, um, and really do your homework on somebody that's performing at the top of their game, right? So, I don't know what the case was, right? I, I wasn't there. You know, I'm not part of the team to say whether the Nelk boys prepared or not. But if you watch the show, it's like so. To so to people at home who haven't watched it yet, okay, to, that's true. To explain what's going on. There's a big comedian called Jordan Schultz, right? He has a bunch of comedy specials. He's huge. Then obviously got the Nelk Boys Full Send podcast going on. So Jordan Schultz went on the Nelk Boys Full Send podcast, and I guess there was a big. I better say that. I think it's Andrew. Okay, we're gonna. This, 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 it is Andrew Schultz. Is it? Yeah. Damn, let's go, dude. How the fuck did I get Jordan Schultz? Damn, let's go, dude, bro. Well, maybe you're plugging in that you didn't do your research either. Like the Nug Boys. So. We're gonna cut that. We're gonna cut that, bro. Bro, so the thing is, I said I actually said it to Danny, so you can't. Like, I do my research for a living, so no, let's I'll not go that far. Let's not go that far. Yeah, the guy's kind of a nobody, bro. So I don't know what I'm sure. Go learn the intro. Now you're gaslighting me, Bobby. Okay, let me just see this. Hold on. You know what? So on the topic, so on the topic of podcast, right? And uh, us having a show and having to prepare for people, that whole big old controversy kind of went down between one of the biggest shows, right, on the internet, which is within the boys and the boy Andrew Schultz, who's really big and he's got a big ass show himself, right? So I guess what ended up happening was that um, the the Nilk boys, you know, Kyle, um, Steiny, and I think on that one was Steve too. They they were hosting Andrew. But if you watch the show, that you can kind of tell that they didn't really prepare too well, or they were kind of winging it. It was kind of weird, and it, it really wasn't probably one of their best shows. You but know? but the controversy behind it, the before you go into that, okay. the controversy behind it was that they never released it. So John Shahidi, the seat or the president of a Full Send, he went on another podcast with Stephen Graham, I believe, and he went on there and said like they talked about, have you ever done a podcast where you haven't released it? 
And then John was like, yeah, we actually have. There's, there is one. There's one Full Send podcast that's never been released before. And that was the one. So it was Andrew Schultz went on Full Send podcast, like Danny was saying. He went on there. He was So the episode got leaked. Not leaked. The episode recently dropped. Yeah. The episode was from a long time ago, too, like last year, November. But what happened was whenever they said that, a big controversy, Andrew Schultz said he wanted it to drop it because Kyle said that he didn't want to drop it. So they kind of went back and forth. Long story short, they dropped it, and it was probably one of the like most interesting, different podcasts I probably ever watched. What did you, you guys think of it? You know, it was really interesting because, like, if you watch something like some of the stuff that Andrew was talking about, it really felt like it, it, they were so unprepared for him that he said that he almost borderline felt like they were trolling him. You know, because like the the questions that were asking him were like super like it's not it's not the questions you ask a fucking guy like Andrew. You know, so. Well, my take was a lot of time throughout the whole podcast, they were just asking him about trending topics, like everything aside from him mm. the whole time. So, like, they never asked him, like, how, really, like, how did you get into comedy and went really in-depth. I think they touched on it a little bit, but it wasn't more of, like, when we have a guest on, it's a 1,000% about the guest, right? We're going into their, their struggles, their challenges, how they come up, all the different types of stuff. They really didn't do that too much with him. And he even said on the podcast, he was like, I feel like I'm convincing you guys to do the podcast more than... I'm on the podcast. Yeah. Like, I'm on your podcast. I took him out of my day to come on your podcast, and it feels like I'm forcing you guys to do the podcast. Yeah. And and so that was, like, that was already kind of baddish, right? But I think they probably would have still released the, the show. What really fucking made it bad, or, or I think this is the part they didn't want to release, was, uh, if you guys know, if you guys seen, like, the old boys, right, there's a guy, Steiny, and, uh, he's, you know, he, the hater, I love him. You know, a lot of people different, feel different about him. But Steiny... And Schultz, they really started getting into it where it was like they were kind of fucking bickering and kind of beefing back and forth a lot. And Andrew just went in on Stein. Yeah, Andrew did go in. <laughs> and he went in on him, dude. To, to me, it wasn't unwarranted. You know, he wasn't saying anything like that was super out of pocket. He was just kind of keeping it a buck, you know. And uh, Andrew, he's really quick-witted. And Steiny's not so much like, you know, he's. it was kind of <laughs> like watching like a – have you ever seen like an OG guy, like an OG uncle kind of talk shit to like a, like a youngster, you know? And they just got chirps. The youngster tries to come back, and, and the, the 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 older uncle, you know, just fucking chirps him right back. And then they, the youngster kind of gets fucking stumped. So that's kind of what it was, you know. So Andrew kind of schooled him. Uh, he just kind of he literally sunned him, dude. Andrew Schultz sunned fucking Steiny. So that that was like, and that part really did get heated. Where I was like, okay, it's not a good look for the brand, you know, for them. I could see why they didn't want to release it, but um, they ended up fucking dropping it, dude. And. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I, I'm a fan of the fucking Elk Boys, but I think Andrew was on the, you know, he was on the right with this one. But also, too, Kyle and Steve, they were like, they were kind of calling out Stanley on his shit. Because Stanley was just like, he was trying to like just kind of defend his ego a little bit, I felt, you know? So, yeah, dude, it was, uh, it was definitely a fucking interesting show. <laughs> yeah, he went on really hard. Mark, what do you think? What's your takes? Really? I'm sure probably should. Respectable. So they they did. So they were saying they thought it was a joke. So Kyle and them. So actually, Andrew Schultz on the podcast, he actually said, "I'm not having a good time." And he's like, "I'm not having a good time." He's like, "Are you guys having a good time? Like, is this how you guys normally do things?" And they're like, "Oh, we were having a good." Like Kyle was like, "Oh, I thought we were having a good time. Like, I thought it was good." So they thought that Andrew Schultz was kind of trolling them back, like where he was being not being serious, but he was a thousand percent. So yeah, but he was being like, yeah, he was being serious. Yeah. <laughs> so I think. Yeah, I think Andrew Schultz needs to come on All Aces podcast. We'll teach you better. We'll do our research. I promise we'll have a book here waiting for you. We'll have a book waiting for you, full of facts, full of research done. Mark's going to have his own research. Dan's going to have his research. 
Shine the boy Andrew, baby. Come we'll do right, show. Man. We'll take care of you, baby. Um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, so that's been crazy. And you know what? That, that kind of gave me a lot of perspective, though. Like, uh, outside of that, dude, I think that just watching that and watching Andrew kind of critique them kind of gave me a little bit better perspective to, like, you know, that it is fucking serious because he had that line, you know, like, what, what was the line you were ta- telling me a while back, dude, where... He's like he basically tells him he wasted his fucking time. He's like the worst part about the show is that I took the time out of my fucking day basically <laughs> to come on, like to come on here, you know, or that's something like, the, like that. I feel like that's the, as as a podcast person, like a podcast host, that is the worst compliment yeah. or worst insult you can yeah. get. So I just seeing that dude, seeing that kind of gave me more perspective, dude. Like where because it is true, you know, every guest we have, obviously they're big time players, and you know they are taking the time out of their fucking day to come on and share their story with you guys share their stories about how they overcame their struggles and, you know, how they found success. So, um, you know, it's not that I didn't take it serious before, but it just kind of gave me a little bit more perspective. I was like, fuck, like, it really is important to not fucking, like, you can't fucking wing it. Important you know to show I mean? up, ready to go, not show up in Crocs. Show up on time. I don't fit you. Show up on time. Show up on time. It's a big one. <laughs> <On> um, <time. laughs> Especially yeah. when you push it back already. <laughs> what did you say? To show up on time. Oh yeah, Fred said seven thirty, bro. Three hours fifteen. It's at seven. Fred, Fred, Fred said Fred was like, all right, and five o'clock. Seven fifty-five. Um. Anyways, so yeah, uh, shifting gears though, we're gonna get let's get back to the soccer fucking topic. Shifting dude. gears, Mbappe's deal is out of this world. Would you guys take it or no? I think if I'm him, he has like, uh, you know, there's beef with PSG, bro. So I, I would have been. What's the beef? Thing, dude. Well, uh, you know what? <sighs> he they don't. It's like they're. He's like a selfish leader, pretty much. Yeah, it's like a. He's kind of like a Russell Westbrook. Oh, he's not even like a leader. He's not. He's just selfish. Yeah, he's kind of like a West, like Russell Westbrook, where like you know they they could really put up some fucking points and they're great players, uh, but they just haven't been able to have like that LeBron effect on a team or that Michael Jordan effect on a team where they make the team play better together. So uh, at least from the outside in, it looks like he's kind of like a superstar diva type of deal. And PSG is like, all right, brother, we can't deal with that, you know, because they haven't really won any major stuff, like big, big trophies, uh, even, you know, when they were stacked with uh, Messi, Neymar, and so on and so forth. So he's been trying to leave them. They didn't want to let him leave. And somebody has to buy his contract. So finally, the Saudi team came in. And they basically told, hey, don't worry, don't worry about PSG. We're going to cash out your 200. It's like 200-something mil. I think it's almost $300 million that they're going to cash out PSG. Um, and then the rest is like 700 and something that Mbappe would take home for one year, one single 700 year. $700 million for one year? Yeah. God. In Saudi, bro. So And over there, bro, there's that's no income crazy. tax. Right? There's no income tax. So that's to the dome. You know what I mean? So um, it, that's a lot of money. You know, Like he would basically become a billionaire in one year. You know, because if you account his brand deals and all the other stuff he has going on. So, who knows, dude? I don't know if he's going to do it. Um, it looks like the Saudis, man, they're kind of like strong-arming them, themselves into the sports world. You know, they had Liv. They got Cristiano. I was just going to mention that. So, Liv, Liv actually got they, – they became so big they got bought out by the PGA. Yeah, they became partners. That's Saudis, Saudis on the rise. On the same topic, so obviously that that's one side of the spectrum, right, of sports. So you have Mbappe getting paid, the Saudis getting paid, all that stuff getting paid. But you look at the other side of it, one of the things I want to bring up on the same topic is NFLs. What do you guys think about the whole landscape of running backs in the NFL? So you got Saquon Barkley, you got Tony Tony Pollard, you got Derrick Henry, all these big stars that are on super cheap contracts that, that they're definitely not happy with. And then you get Mbappe getting paid $700 million in one year. Yeah, dude, I, I, to me, I think the NFL athletes have been – the worst paid athletes for a long, long time, excluding UFC people. Um, dude, I mean, the NFL is the most popular. The NFL's numbers do more than MLS, MLB, 
and the fucking NBA combined. So the NFL shits on the next three major sport franchises. And obviously the revenues are crazy that uh, from the brand deals and stuff that the actual league itself has. Not to mention the deals within each individual franchise that they have with other brands. So I think the NFL guys have been underpaid for a long time. Like there's no way baseball players should make hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and you know fucking NFL athletes are not even getting paid that when baseball is a way smaller market compared to the NFL. I think more than know? a smaller market, too. One of the biggest things, especially you mentioned UFC, one of the biggest things is UFC and football are probably one of the most high-contact sports mm. there is out there. So high-contact, more dangerous, more risk, but then less money. It doesn't really make sense. Yeah, typically it should be more risk, more reward, right? But um, these guys are not getting – they're not getting fucking paid, dude. Um, and I think it's been an issue for a long time, especially running back, dude. I mean, what's the average lifespan – not lifespan. I don't say lifespan. But the average career of a running back is in only like four or five years mm -hmm. in the NFL. It's like something like super small, man. So you figure you go in there four or five years, you beat up your body. You might end up like fucking Antonio Brown saying a bunch of stupid shit <laughs> on camera, you know. Um, and for what? You know, you didn't really make that much money, you know. So I'm a big AB fan, man. I, I'm a Steelers guy. I love the guy. And at first, you know, I thought the Steelers did him wrong. And then, like, the more I see him, I'm like, yeah, this dude, he's, you know, he's he's cuckoo for fucking Coco Puffs, bro. He's a little off the rocker. He's a little off the, off, bro, off the spectrum. A little. A yeah, he's, he's off the spectrum. A little. Huh? Bro, you haven't heard some of the stuff he said? I can't even say it on camera, bro. That's how bad it is. It wasn't that bad. It was Tom Brady did him dirty. That's pretty much all it was. I don't know, bro. What? Have you, what? He hopped on a show, bro. He hopped. I just seen him on a podcast, bro, and he was just like... The guys sounded like the crackheads you see, like, in the freaking, like, if you're walking in Fresno, bro, through the through the fucking, like, the parking lots, bro. I just think there, there's there's quarterbacks in the league that are not aces, right? But they're on a good team, and they have the running back that's an ace, right? Like, I mean, you look at look at the 49ers squad. I mean, Brock Purdy is, I love Brock Purdy, but you have Christian McCaffrey. So, and then especially two years ago, if you look at two years ago with Jimmy Garoppolo, the offense did not run through Jimmy Garoppolo. It ran through Debo Samuel, and there's... There's no debate about that. Yeah. But you look at those guys, too. Last point I'll make. You look at those guys, too, and you see those are the guys taking the most high contact. right? They're, they're getting hit every single play. You look at Debo when he just ripped apart the Cowboys. Fred, you're shaking your head. That's for you. He just ripped apart the Cowboys in the playoffs and just sent them home like three years in a row. But every single time he's done that, he's just taking a beating. right? I mean, he's getting hit hard. Michael Parsons is running for his life trying to chase Debo Samuel Michael down. Parsons takes a cleats up, puts a Crocs <laughs> on. He doesn't want no beef with Debo. Bro, but these guys are getting hit so hard. I, I can only imagine. Like, you have a big guy like Ray Lewis coming full seam at you. Ray Lewis is off, bro. There's no way, bro. He's got to take notes from James Harrison and Trey Paul Mollett. But there's bro. no way they should be getting paid less than a receiver. No, there isn't. I, I, I definitely agree, especially because I, I think in today's game, if you look at some of the more successful teams, like you said, the offense runs to the running back. If you don't have a solid running back, dude, you're not – you're not getting in there. But also, have you guys noticed a trend, though, that has been like a running back committee trend for a while now where, like, it's almost two, three running backs in the rotation? Now, I don't know if that's, like, a way to, like, jip the running backs and, like, take away the star power, like, make them lose leverage financially. Uh, or if it's just, like, a thing to keep, you know, a, 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 like a healthy uh, group of guys that can, you know, carry the rock for you and, and take your team to, to the promised land. So, I don't know, dude, but you, you look at a team like like freaking the, the Titans dude with Derrick Henry. I mean, the fucking offense runs through Derrick Henry, bro. Derrick Henry doesn't have a good game. The Titans don't have a good game, bro. So uh, that guy should be the highest paid on guy on the fucking team. No, not uh, – was it Tannehill that was quarterbacking for them, dude? I don't even know who's the quarterback for them. That's the thing. But I know who the running back is, right? The fucking Derrick Henry. So, um, yeah, dude, it, it's, it's – I think it's been a long time coming. I mean, ever since, like, the Barry Sanders era, um, running backs have – you know, they, they've been they, – they, they run the field, dude. Uh, a running back can definitely shift the tide. Obviously, if you have an okay running back with a guy like Tom Brady, a quarterback, or teams like that, 
Yeah, I could see the quarterback getting paid more, dude. But when you have a guy like Derrick Henry, that guy should be paid the fucking highest. I think you're team, taking bro. a beating. You got to. You deserve to get paid. Yep. So taking a beating, <laughs> get, get get yourself paid, get your bag. So on the topic get of taking a beating, one of the biggest brands right now taking a beating is Prime. Have you guys seen the whole lawsuit with Prime? The uh, they're getting investigated right now with their energy drinks, all the all the kind of stuff. What the hell? It's just like monster all over again. You know? So Mark, break it down. People at home, you guys are watching right now. You guys don't know what's going on with Prime, Logan Paul, KSI. What's going on, Mark? Well, I think, I think it's uh, I think it's an over the seas kind of thing right now. I think it started in Europe, um, where parents were mad that Prime has energy, high levels of energy. What, what's what's the energy producing thing? Caffeine. Caffeine. Yeah, my bad. But um, but there's a regular Prime. There's a regular. No, one? no. So they're mixing up the regular hydration one with the energy one, and saying that they're advertising that to children. But it's the parents that. That just don't know what's well, going for the kids. And I think, because I, I remember kind of Monster went through something very similar, like you were saying. Yeah, right? Monster went through the same thing, where it's not Monster's fault that these kids are buying them. Like, you know, but it it is how it is. It's how it's advertised. Um, you know, kids are going to get their hands on these things, you know. So I, I, it's, it's not Prime's fault, though. It's definitely not Prime's fault. I didn't know they were getting, like, I didn't know they were in a lawsuit like that, dude. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I guess it makes sense. But like you said... Dude, what the fuck does that's not they they advertise how many grams of caffeine or milligrams of caffeine it has on the bottle so i feel like if you're a kid you're buying caffeine i mean kids you, know bro. you see how kids much caffeine know, right i mean you're gonna see it on there it's like As if you buy yeah it's like if you buy alcohol right you go you go to the store you buy alcohol you know what's in it right you know the consequences to it is so. there is there an age limit on caffeine or can you be a little kid and buy energy drink you you, you could be a little kid by energy drink there's no know. restrictions to Dude, in, mexico, in mexico you gotta be 18 bro to buy energy drinks. Well, it is, huh? That's Mexico. Yeah. So Mexico's uh, doing something right. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up. That's my mother laughing. Don't ever disrespect like that ever again, bro. Cancel that. He's gonna get canceled, bro. Sorry. Everybody. Sorry. We got a racist. <laughs> you know who should really get investigated though? My boy Adam Twenty Two, bro, because he needs to go to a psychologist or something. Because I don't know how he allowed that to happen, bro. I don't know, dude. Mark, you're married. It's his relationship. It's understandable. His his chick lets him sleep with plenty of women, so it's it's. I, I saw I saw this coming. I saw this coming. That's true. I guess. How did you see it coming? Cause it was just bound you to happen. Saw the video. <laughs> you saw the video. So we saw just, it coming. It, it was just bound to happen. And I think <laughs> I think on um. What's his name? What the fuck is his name? Bradley Martin had Adam Twenty Two on it, and there was something that he said that kind of made me like foresee this happening but also you gotta think about it it's just it's all advertising they are making well he went he went on bradley martin's podcast after he went on it after but there was an episode way before Mm. way before where they talked about like plug talk would you ever would you ever let another guy that's what he asked him that basically or what no no but like um, (laughs) i forgot what i forgot what they asked but it it kind of like led me to assume that that would happen and like, it, like it made sense that they it, did it after they got married too. But why would it make sense? That that's the thing, bro. Like me, okay, we're gonna do it before we get married, bro. Cause that's just mad disrespectful, bro. Like I don't know, I'm dude. I, bro, I that could not be me, bro. Well, here's I'm the thing. Sorry. So Lena lets him smash other girls. I don't care, bro. Even if like if I was in his position, I would. That would she still be no. You're what what if there's sorry. a girl at home that's calling you like sexist a little bit? Like where where there's double standards. So you, so a girl is at home watching this. She's saying you have double standards. They have an open standards. relationship, obviously. 
That's true. See what uh, you what you want is is a one sided. That's. I'm not saying that's a one sided. Like I, I'm just saying like, before marriage, cool. But after we got married, I'm just like, bro, you know. So would it have been easier if the next episode of Plug Talk was two guys and Lena then, like Adam a guy and then Lena rather than Lena doing her solo thing? Would that have been more understanding uh, for you? Uh, honestly, okay, let me backtrack a little bit, bro. So the whole. <laughs> The whole thing that they got Dude, going on. You have to think so hard before you answer this. The I whole like, thing. It's like a so look at the whole thing that they have going on is fucked. I don't even know how. Like I don't know how they have a relationship that way, bro. And I get it, you know, to each your own. Me personally, I can't even think about that. Like even as a woman, like if I was her, I would not be letting him like smash other chicks. Or obviously she has her fun because she kind of swings both ways or whatever. So it's cool, I guess. I don't know. To me, that's not my deal. Um, obviously that's why they're. I guess like one of the few people. I'm sure a lot of people in the world do that stuff. The vast majority of people don't, you know, we're like monogamous, so to speak. So, um, I don't know, bro. That whole, that whole thing is so weird to me, bro. Like, Wait, <sighs> you just got to turn off like relationship mindset and just turn on business mindset because that's exactly what that's for. So They're one of the, okay, so let me, let me tell you this though, because right now, like, that's like, that's a slippery slope because if somebody comes on and he's like, Hey, I'll give you X amount of money to sleep with your wife. Are Dude, but that's not, so you're gonna turn off the that's the thing though. So for for turn on business mode for Hell one, no. but for one week they've made like four million dollars in one week. But also, that's what they do already. That's their business. That's true. That they do that with <laughs> plug talk. Like that's it's not something new in their mm. relationship. That's something that they've been doing for a long time. That's true. So I, it's not well, like I mean, it's not like someone offered the money. It's just that. They know that they can make money through it already. Yeah, I see what you mean. Like I they mean, have, they have a huge following through that, and it just makes sense. Use use your following, like. Yeah, it does make sense, bro. I, I, I honestly, I mean, f- as a man, bro, even no matter what bag you get, bro, because he hopped on his own show, no, the No Jumper, and he had that that old dude ask the right questions, bro. He asked what everybody wanted to ask, and he was just kind of asking, like, "Hey, bro, like, well." You know, he has that clip. He's like, "Hey, yo, but he hits different, bro. Like that, she's gonna hit different, bro." <laughs> Bro, I could not sit there, bro. Like, so he said he watched it too. He said he watched it. He he analyzed it. I don't know. That's it's rough, dude. That's rough, dude. You he ran, he ran the play by play. He did run the play by play, bro. He ran the play by play, and it was so it was crazy, bro. Like, I mean, to your point though, that is what they've already been doing. That is their business. So you know, for them, their specific particular situation made perfect sense. Me, I don't know, man. I I couldn't do that. I, I couldn't do that. Dude, what what if they get no pleasure out of sex? It's like strictly business for them. Well, I mean, if that's the case, like I said, for them in their situation, it makes perfect sense. Obviously, for me as an outsider, that I'm not into that shit. Like, I'm not swinging around and stuff. Like, to me, that shit's weird. What about you, you know? Mark? What's your take? And they get another. So, your exact question that you just asked right now, reversed on you. Reversed on me? What do you think? Well, like, you got to think about it. There's people that are in business where they wouldn't, if they do something that makes the money, they wouldn't do it where they're not making money. So, like, like I said, what if they, like, every time they have sex, they record it or something. Like, anything. Like, they, they, they're they taking, like, the pleasure out of it for themselves. Well, the intimacy, I guess. Not the pleasure, the intimacy. Mm. So, like I said, they might not see sex as, like, something intimate. They might see it strictly like business. Yeah, like a job. Mm. Because, like I said, they're in that field. So, any kind of form of sex or, like, pleasure has no intimacy tied into it. So, that's why it's strictly business yeah, that's a really good take dude because like you gotta think about it. people that work at like fast food places or in it like i just talked to someone that worked at in and out 
They have not eaten a hamburger for like three years. Well, there's no way you can compare working in and out to, to being laid on the floor. It's tied to like the work behind it. You know, I, I mean, I hear where you're coming from. So flipping burgers is the same as Jason Love and Lena the Plug I'm doing not, the I'm work. Compa- I'm just comparing the work, the work <laughs> behind it, like, like the work and the art. Yeah, like yeah. if 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 you're a very like well-renowned painter, and now you we're make on money painting. Now paintings. You surprised me. Would bro. you be painting for free just because your mind is scrambling and well, not sell that? Well, to your point yes. though, to your point though, like in in the art world though, to I your what point you're saying, though, though. Uh, a lot of artists so like so even th- like another thing to add on to that to the artist example, right? So there's some artists that when they become too commercial, like they start to kind of become like they're asking themselves a question like, oh shit, am I doing this because of the joy? Am I doing it for the money? And because obviously it always starts as a joy, but eventually the money gets into it, right? I'm sure like why they became, they were, they went into the sex business was because of the joy that came with doing it, right? But then now you're kind of doing like shit that's crazy uh, for the bag, right? To me, I mean, it's a perfect marketing stunt, right? Because there's nothing more controversial than letting your wife be a fucking cuck, basically being a cuck, you know? That's like, there's nothing more controversial than that in the regular world, right? Letting your chick fucking then your chick gets smashed after you marry her. Like that's just the perforating fucking like she has a kid too. PR, you know, that's she like the perfect marketing kid, setup, bro. bro. So, but would you um, be react, reacting the same if and they do have kids? Adam smashed some chick. Well, he has been, and to me, that's like but oh, like, like solo. Has he done a solo? I, I thought he has done a solo. solo. I could have sworn he's done a solo multiple. I think times. he has done a solo. Has he? Yeah, I think he said so, it on the uh, podcast. Me, he did. I mean, to me, I'm not like really involved in this kind of stuff. It's um. <laughs> You brought it up, bro. It's on the daily. It's it's the news side. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> That's a you good just, cover, bro. So literally, everyone I watch at home, no one outed themselves except for you right now. By the way, <laughs> I know, like I everyone know. at home is like, oh, that's um, that's Mark. Well, right well, dude, I just look, bro. I get it's a business, right? They have a kid. They're married. How do you have like to me the whole concept of getting married? Obviously, there's some intimacy to it. There's like a relationship there. Um, there's love, you know, whichever way you categorize love, whether it's with fucking multiple people at a time, one guy at a time, different guys, different chicks, whatever well, the, thing the case is. is. That, I know where you're going with this, but that where you're going right now about being like intimate one person, that's exactly what Mark's saying about the whole business thing is that she, cause I, I get it. I mean, they see it as a business. So anything they do outside of it, it's like going to work. Whenever she went in there, she put on a hard hat, she clocked in at work and she was going to work. She definitely put that on was zero percent like like Mark was saying. <laughs> she didn't that was zero percent pleasure, zero percent anything else. She clocked in at work, clocked in. As soon as she left, she clocked out, went back home, took her boots off, she went back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just such a diff- weird situation, dude, because like I, maybe it's because I'm not in the business suit, but it's like I just can't see how you can you can like take the inti- completely take the intimacy intimacy out of a uh, out of that act. You know what I mean? I feel like I feel like biologically, you do have like some intimacy. You know, whenever you whenever you do that stuff. But so. I feel like if you do it something every single day and it's a routine, that's true. And it's a job. Yeah. It takes intimacy out of it. Yeah. Fuck, dude. I, it's the burger. Uh, now I get the burger. Okay. Now I get the burgers. Now I get now the burgers. Get okay. Yeah, you know it's. Ah, now fuck, I get bro. the burgers, bro. I, I get it. it. It's it's weird, dude. That, Same that's exact thing as in and out. Hundred percent. I agree. <laughs> Meats involved. Patties and buns. You know, some mayonnaise on top of Meats, it. Meats, patties, buns. <laughs> Lena the plug. Jason loves all the same thing. And good and, money. And good money, dude. I mean, look, they got. And now it's paid above minimum wage. That's you know, by the way, right. in and out it's overrated. Okay. Bro, why would I'm you say that, that on camera? Okay, now we're going to switch topics. Now Sorry. we're going to switch topics to a California Sorry. thing. In-N-Out is by far the best burger in California. Five guys. I don't know, bro. I'm that's sorry, actually bro. That's a tough one. I mean, I, I almost agree with you there. You want to hear my logic about this too? 
In and out. I mean, you're gonna tell us anyways, bro. Uh, us right now and the people at home watching, we have no choice. In and out. Well, you have a choice. I can <laughs> just stop right here. <laughs> just go. If bro. you don't want to get it too hot, I can stop right here. Just go. Too hot. Okay. Yeah. In and out only makes hamburgers, so the quality for the hamburger better be top tier. Okay. Damn. They make fries. If McDonald. Okay. Okay. I'll beat it. Doesn't take a lot of hard okay. work to make fries. McDonald's, if McDonald's only had hamburgers, they would be to the same quality as In N Out. No, dude. Yes. No, yes. it's a, because it's a different model, bro. No, because no they, they have to cover their losses on the chicken nuggets, on the ice cream, on a lot of stuff. If they only had hamburgers. And the only reason why they started having to do it is because their burgers weren't good enough. Because if their burgers were good enough, they would be like an In N Out. I went to the restroom and I just came back to like a literally shit show topic of five guys, Texas. Whataburger, White Castle. Have you guys had White Castle? White Castle is dog shit, bro. That's <laughs> not good. That's just wash, bro. You don't like it? It's wash, bro. Well, like I said, let's see what everyone else thinks is Five Guys top tier. Hey, keep in mind, Mark is a contrarian. He's a well-known contrarian. What does that mean? He's just He goes against the flow. <laughs> no, I, I have my, my opinions. I'm not going to follow someone because that's what someone else is saying. Yeah, I, I like. I mean, for me, I'm picking in and out over Five Guys. 10 times out of 10. I'm going to pick Taco Bell. Um, Favorite fast food? Why not, bro? Taco Bell has everything you need. They have pizza. Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box is pretty good. Hey, have you guys, first of but all. But not the tacos. The shifting gears, obviously there's like a rivalry yeah. going on right now in the, at, the, at, the, at, the box, at the box office. Um, what is it called? Not the box office. The, yeah, the box, box office. The box office, yeah. Um, have, have you guys seen Oppenheimer or Barbie yet? Any of them? Sean Barbie? What, what do you rate Barbie, though? Wait, did you see it by yourself, or you went with your chick? Oh, okay. Um, how was it? Seven out of ten. That's pretty high for you. But that's I, but I gave it an S, you know, it's like Really? What the f- That's really high for you. Have you guys seen the, the picture of, like, the, the box office sales across the United States for Oppenheimer versus Barbie, and how it literally fucking looks like the election fucking map? Crazy as fuck. Like, yeah. you can see Barbie and Oppenheimer. You see uh, liberal states and Republican states. Or Democratic states and fucking Republican states. So how does it work? Crazy. Is it... Well, why? the psychology, though... Um, but wait, well, is it... I haven't been... But so what I thought was fucking weird was that Democratic states were actually Oppenheimer. And the Republican states were Barbie states. Really? Interesting, right? So now, like, what's the psychology behind that, right? Is it because, like, you have the blue-collar, like... You know, stick to the fucking, stick to the, uh, like, the traditions deal with, with the Barbie. Because for me, dude, I would guess Republicans would have fucking gone with Oppenheimer, right? I mean, it's like a war movie, you know. Um, so, but I, I don't know because I haven't watched Barbie yet, so I don't I, know what it is. Yeah, I, I heard that mm. there was, like, a hidden agenda being pushed through. Really? By someone that watched it. Yeah. Well, what's the hidden agenda, though, that you heard it was being pushed? Because I haven't watched it, so to me it's like. Well, that's going to spoil it, though, so. Yeah. Say it, bro. Uh, spoiler alert. Well, this is there. probably area. Like, look, Barbie spoiler alert. There you go. <laughs> so um, they said that the hidden agenda was that. So they, the person that's playing with Barbie, is pushing like sadness onto her. So her, Barbie and Ken go to the real world to find who's playing with Barbie, and originally Barbie world's run by a female. Mm-hmm. So when Ken goes to the real world, he finds out that men are running the world right so when they go back ken creates barbie world into ken world and it makes all the men back on top so it's more yeah. of, so it, in the barbie mm. movie the whole premise is saying that 
the male figure needs to come up more, like be more authoritative. Wow. Okay. You know what? You blew my mind. I, you know what? Uh, you blew my, my girlfriend went to go watch Barbie, and I said, I don't watch it." So that's you don't watch it. No, she went. She went with her her mom and sister. I don't want to fuck it. I was like, "Bro, I'm not gonna go watch Barbie." I'm bro. actually gonna go this week, bro. I'll be honest. Yeah. I just think it's crazy how Barbie took over our Instagram feed too, like our Instagram right, feed, yeah. Twitter feed, everything. Right. I mean, every single person is going to Barbie wearing pink. I went to Fresno this past weekend, and all I saw was pink. And right Whoa. away, I thought Barbie. Barbie. I watched Barbie. You know what? For the for the thumbnail, we're gonna get the we're gonna go take a picture in the Barbie box. <laughs> yeah. Not me. Yeah, say Fred. Yeah. I. Um. Lastly, before we go move on, R.I.P. to the legend Tony Bennett. You guys know who Tony Bennett is? Damn, bro, who's Tony Bennett? You know who Tony Bennett is? Tony Bennett is the current modern day Frank Sinatra. He was a last like last of a dying breed. So he, really? you think of Frank Sinatra, Tony Bennett. Fly Bro. me to the moon. Literally. Really? Frank Sinatra. Or Tony Bennett, sorry. Is that the guy you showed me, dude, from It is. Seattle? So I see I seen yeah. him in Seattle. I've seen him in concert. He recently passed away. I think he was 93 or 96. Whoa. And yeah. OG. Go. OG. R.I.P. the boy Tony Bennett, dude. Yeah. Um, before we wrap it up, I know we talked about a lot of crazy stuff today. Crazy, Barbie. I don't know. I don't know if it's really crazy, but we talked a lot about stuff today. We also introduced new character Mark today uh, on the character. podcast. New character NPC Mark. Catch me hey, on you know what? Dude, NPC real, TikTok. Can we do like a Super Smash new character thing for Mark. <laughs> Freddie's shaking his. Freddie. Freddie's shaking his head no, but if we Fiverr it on time for the episode, we might have it on there. So if you see it on there, shout out Fiverr. If you don't see it on there, new. <laughs> shout out a little intro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, um, bro. Yeah, so before we move on, um, last thing, in closing, what's some stuff people can expect watching at home for season three? Look, season three, um, we have some really big guests signed up, uh, some guys that have done really big things in business um, locally and um, also you know, beyond locally, outside of the Fresno area. So uh, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, one of the things that we're going to try to do in season three is really implement people, uh, like have a platform where you have people that are in the eight-figure range um, that are, you know we're trying to keep at least California local, um, and also people that are really really big here in the within the Central Valley itself, man. So give them a hint um, a little bit. We have a couple guys lined up ready. Give them a hint. All right, so a hint is uh, one of the one of the one of the most popular taco spots right now in Fresno, and uh, I think they're really up and coming. They're killing the game. Uh, I'm not gonna say it, but. It's with his name, so if you know his <laughs> name, and you put you the word talker together, um, you know, you can make a guess there. You kind of um, gave away a little bit, but well, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> if you put two and two together, there you go. Yeah, if we put two and two together. <laughs> uh, we also have a guy in the books already. Uh, his name is, all I can say is Frankie. Uh, a lot of you guys might not know him, but uh, you'll actually be surprised some of the brands that he's behind. Uh, huge e-commerce guy, uh, has had multiple brands in the eight figures. Eight figures, by the way, is tens of millions of dollars. Uh, so the guy's a G, man. He's a dog. Um, what makes him really special to is, uh, you know, he's he's Latino. He's uh, he's a fellow Mexican guy, man. So it's really cool to see guys like him, you know, guys with the same sense color doing tens of millions of fucking dollars. So um, season three, man, it's, it's off to a good start. That's all I want to give away so far. Uh, that's we, the had a lot of more. we had a lot more people on the books ready. It's going to yeah. be exciting. I'm excited talking about it. I'm excited thinking about it. And I'm more even excited for you guys to hear it at home. And uh, also, lastly, I know I said excited like four times in a row, but I'm also excited for you guys watching every single week, man. We appreciate you guys showing us so much love. Like I said in the beginning, we are officially six and a half months in the Oasis podcast. We're on season three right now. And uh, we're having some fun. Coming up, we're learning every single day. 
And most importantly, man, we're hoping we're impressing you at home. We're hoping you giving you some value, man, giving some entertainment. And if you love it, make sure to drop a like right now. Make sure to subscribe. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, make sure you drop a review. Five stars only. If you drop a one star, we know it's because of the uh, – the new uh, guest. New guest. You know, I, we didn't get any one stars in season one or two. So we'll, we'll kind of, we'll, we'll see what's going on here for this new host. But um, <laughs> make sure you drop us, you. make sure you leave a review, make sure you like it. And uh, anything else before we close up today? I just want to say that I really enjoy having Mark on. Thank you. Uh, I've been, that. I've been, we've, we've been begging this guy. We've been literally begging yeah. him to hop on. Um, he's, he's behind the soundboard. We want to put a camera on him because uh, as you guys saw, he's, he's fucking good. He's, mm-hmm. he's good on the mic. So, saw um, on the mic. Uh, other host, co-host Nate, he's at, he couldn't be here today. He's mm-hmm. on work. He's grinding outside as well. But uh, it's cool, man, to have Mark on today. Like you said, it's, he is filled with so much emotion, so much passion. And uh, you can really just see it through his through his facial expression. You can hear it through his voice. His tonality is second to none. Every time you hear Mark, I just feel like it pumps me up every single time. And uh, we'll pan over to Mark to give him a uh, – close this out, Mark. Have a nice night. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. <laughs>